Traders general market overview because there's some stuff that you're going to see in this video that you won't want to miss. At the end of the video, I'm giving you my top charts, top plays that you can use for the upcoming weeks as well. I won't waste your time. Let's get into it. Subscribe, like the video. I'm here to make you better as a trader. Here's the SPY. Let's show you the chart today on the three minute. We ripped from the lows to the highest day. We're about to hit $445 in the SPY. So we're still making all-time highs. This truck is still driving and we do not see this stopping anytime soon. So I'd really want to point out before I get into the technicals and why this is moving where it's moving that you guys should not be playing against the trends in the market. Trends are your friends and the SPY is going to continually make all-time highs because that's how the stock market works. Welcome to the beginning of the stock market. You see over here in 2000, that is around $200 over here back in 1995. Um, it's about 50. So you're almost a thousand percenting your money in those couple of years, those couple of decades you're seeing on the chart. And again, if you can get in a trend, that's the best way to play the market. Real quick, here's the SPY. We're just looking at the EMA cloud. EMA cloud is green. You do not get reversals easily. You do not get things to just turn over on a dime with a green EMA cloud. So the weekly cloud is just ripping. We're probably going to see 470 in the next coming months, maybe even next year. But if you want to pick things up on a discount, you're always looking for that blue cloud because that is where we always touch, 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 touch. And they're providing great entry points long term. You see these touch points happen multiple times and even during these sell-offs in the 2019 section and then the COVID drop, we dropped through, we produced a red cloud, but later we turned the clouds green again and ripped higher. So again, guys, don't go against trends. Don't think the market is destined for a sell-off because of everything you're seeing in the news. The news is just meant you meant for you to do something that benefits the big money in the banks. So if you read an article and you're bearish, that's a reaction they want to get out of you. So they did that and they're gonna, you're going to sell your shares, you're going to sell everything at a discount and then they're going to sell it back to you at the highs and they're going to keep doing that. So you buy at the highs, sell at the lows, losing money consistently. So if you want to lose money, just read the news every single day and listen to everything that's going on. But if you want to really make money in the markets, just trade the trends, look at the trend-based indicators. So SPY, where is it going to go? What we have to look at, number one, is the 10-year bond. So the 10-year bond is our competition for where money is allocated. If it's going to flow into the market, that means the bond is looking weak as a return percentage. Right now, the bond is at about 1.36% on the TNX. So we're looking to raise interest rates next year, which means this could rip to the 2% range, which means that could produce a short-term market sell-off. So that could be scary in the long term, but in the short term, we're not really ner nervous about it. And what we're seeing on the chart on the short weekly time frame, it's not that short, but you can see we did bottom out. We have two inside candles, big wicks. You do see hammer possible candles, and we're seeing this rip on the 10 year. So eventually, if this keeps going, you're going to see money get out of the markets, go back into the 10 year bond. You'd be surprised how people think 1%, 2% is attractive in their portfolios. But right here on the monthly chart, what we see is the EMA clouds are green and we have a bearish cloud here. So there's a lot of not great cohesiveness for this upwards move. Again, if this rips higher, 
markets are going to drop. So we're pretty good in the short term, like I've been saying, but in the long term, I am getting nervous. You do see this channel here. It's been trading in the channel for a very long time. Channels usually end when we fail to hit the upper or bottom part of the channel. So we are not hitting the bottom half of the channel and we haven't been recently. So we've been coming off making these lower highs maybe, or maybe making this move off and move to the top. And eventually we're going to break out of this channel. But this is a long-term idea. This could be five years out and this could maybe be our rush back into the 4% interest rate environment. So again, 10-year bond competition for the market. Another competition is the DXY, which is the dollar. You always have to pay attention to the dollar because if the dollar value goes up, um, people are going to huddle their dollars. They're going to keep them under their mattresses. Money's not going to go into the markets as easily. We do see a breakout on the 10-year. So please take note of this. What you do see is the trend line here, and we see this breakout. So breakout, EMA clouds are starting to get bullish. We're riding them. If we break over 93 for the dollar, you're going to see 96, 97, and then back up here to hopefully 98. So if that goes up, that's competition for the market. People are going to not hold stocks they're going to hold more cash if you see this chart kind of increasing so two things two competitions um lastly for the market before we get into the fun charts and what's happening in my mind and what's happening in my trading account um let's show you the vix so the vix under 15 is historically one of the best hodl places you could get for the market. So a VIX under 15 is very healthy for a bull trend for multiple months. We're getting a VIX at 1560. So this is great. This is great for the market as long as we can hold under 17, 18, and 19. But you can see from the past, these are the bullish runs in the market. And the VIX has been under 20 for the whole period of that time. You know, we had a couple weeks over, but those did not last. Over here, we did not even pass 20 for this whole time until right about there. So that was a great bullish period for the market. And here's another one. The VIX was at 10. We were actually sub 10 for a while. So if the VIX is that low, you just hodl, 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 and that's one of the best times to own stocks. And right now, again, guys, we are getting the VIX at a very low reading. Relative to the past, it could drop another 50% before we feel real safe and secure, but um, the fear index is still kind of mixed. You know, we're we're kind of safe, kind of nervous. Uh, we're kind of in the middle, but more more so leaning towards safe. So first off, let me go on bread alerts. Let me show you the new tab that came out. This does give buy and sell alerts now. So we do have bullish readings on DAL and a bearish reading on SPY. Um, DAL is right here. We do have tons of call buying. So if I'm looking to make a trade, if I'm looking to go bullish or bearish, I have to come up with an idea of why it can go somewhere. So Bread Alerts does provide that idea. Let me show you why. So DAL, type it in, and you're going to see tons of call buying today. You don't see any put buying besides this one contract. So that's a truly bullish day, and you're seeing the expiration dates be about 917. So DAL looks very bullish. We have a lot of size in this. Different size orders, all for the same exact strike price. Um, it's honestly shocking the amount of calls that were bought at that one. So again, we're about two months out. 87% of the data is over there. And that's going to be a short-ish midterm bullish reading. So that was a great one that came out today. And if we go to the market flows tab, this tells you 
the top orders for calls and puts. Again, I'm one of the creators. I make money when you sign up, but I love this platform. I use it to make money myself. So I just want to share with you what I'm seeing on it today because it is setting me up for some trades. And if you want to trade the setups too, for free right here with you. So Tesla, we do have like a straddle situation. We have $20 million in calls and $23 million in puts. So there's no directional bias, but Tesla is one of my charts I really, really like right now, and I'll show you why. The SPY has a straddle situation too. We have $14 million in calls, and the puts are sitting at 15. So the exact same situation. So with the market ripping, you would expect more calls or more puts if they're bearish. For them to do both, it kind of is like hedging. We don't really trust this move, honestly. So honestly, the market's probably gonna trade sideways next week, or it could rip, who knows, but for, for them not to buy a balanced amount, an unbalanced amount of calls, more calls, it tells me maybe this move isn't trusted. But Apple right here does have three times the amount of calls. So I like the Apple chart. That one I'm gonna point out in a second. But this is the overview tab, really helps us out. Option selling tab, great if you want to do option selling. We do have a lot of things popping up for the first time that I haven't really seen, and you can look at them. We have TAST, this one's paying about 10% by next week, 10% yield next week selling options. And that's where the, the money's made for passive income. It's a really great place to be if you know what you're doing. But let's go to the fun stuff. Here's the charts that I'm looking at. Here's the setups. Um, not really going over them too much, not giving you too too much of the options we're looking at. We're just going to show you the raw charts and just fly through them. So number one is Tesla. Tesla did break today, broke higher. You can see we had a triangle and we broke and we engulfed about three candles. So if Tesla closes above 717, 715, that's the breakout zone. And if we hold that level tomorrow, I do see that run up here to 738 and then eventually 740 being resistance. So we've been looking for the 740 level for a while. I got stopped out recently in my trading group, but the calls today, if you bought them at the lows, are up 500%. So if, if you pick them at the right point, this setup is still prime. And if you have more time on it, you can get this move hopefully in about one to three days. So there's Tesla. Another ripper today was Apple with the market going higher. We have to wonder what's pushing it, and Apple is the one doing it. So we have Apple here engulfing candle on one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> about 10 candles. It's insane, this candle that happened on Apple. You do have the move to the EMA cloud. You know, we tightened it and we did have a lot of trading sideways. So once you pass the high on an inside candle, that's your entry point to get in and ride it. The high was about 146.70. So that would have been a great entry if you want to scalp today. Um, These calls are absolutely printing if you got in at that moment. So Apple right here, What we're gonna look for, I do like this chart for the next coming weeks too. We do wanna see a retracement to 148, and then we do wanna see that break out. So Apple's a stock that's trading sideways for a while. It made its move, and it really hasn't done much since. So we usually trend, consolidate, and trend. So the trends are pretty much the same length as the consolidations. The trend up here is about 42 days, And then the consolidation here is about 30. So we're getting to the point where it's the exact same length. And once we see that, 
we know we're getting ready for the next leg up. So we're looking for Apple to have volume and have movement here. This one looks really, really tasty. So that's Apple. We have Tesla and then some earnings poppers. We call these peg, peg earnings ones. These are um, <laughs> power earnings gaps, I think they call them. But we do have Palantir, one of our picks from weeks back, popping on earnings. So gapping up, holding this level, hopefully in the future. If it does, we get that easy, easy money run to 27.50. So you're looking for about 24.30 to hold on the daily candles. You got to close above, looking for two to three candles on Palantir and then a run. So we had a lot of great earnings and a lot of my favorite stocks. You had Fubo. We had a great earning run. And this is a power gap right here. This is 20 or sorry 30 about 3170 being that level that where the bodies are forming so if we hold 3170 i think this one can run and again we got that move to 43 or 40 but it's, it's a very large move i don't see much resistance in fubo until 40 at least 40 so i like that one a lot in next trade, we called this out in our trading group for a swing. I only call that one swing this week. Luckily, it was a winner because swinging has been hard recently. So I called out um, a mixed bag, you know, wins and losses on the day trades, but just one great swing. And this is Hood. So Hood is just riding this channel lower. I just want to show you the thought process behind it. I'm not calling out anything right here, right now, but we're already holding puts on this. So we're looking for a Hood to fill this gap. And I see that gap being where the candle body is right there. We're really close. Um, if you got zero days tomorrow, it could be a nice play if you want to scalp it in and out. But I see a dollar drop in Hood. And as I'm looking at it before the market closes, we have room to run lower. I think it's actually going to make that 50 cent drop. But Hood, we're probably going to fill the gap and this could be the end of the run. But again, we're just playing EMA clouds. Both the clouds are going down, the longer and the shorter, and we're just trying to get in at the right moment. And we did. We entered, I think, about 51, which was right about here or maybe right about here. And then we got that runner the next day. So that was a 50% drop on the monthlies. On the weeklies, it was over 100. That was pretty nice. But there we are. Um, hood's looking weak into the close. If we fill this gap, we probably going to hit this channel which is going to be around 45.50. I don't know if we break that channel low, but we could bounce off that eventually. So keep an eye on that channel. It's the only thing I'll be looking at for hood. And then lastly, um, we got one more chart and that's it. And this is going to be good old open door. So we had a couple things that were growth stocks finally come off the lows. And open door right here just had a nice earnings pop. So we have a lot of things just powering off and gapping after earnings. And if you know, that's a great strategy to play. So right here, you're looking for open door to get over this $18 level. We do have an alert that just got triggered for the crossover, but we want to look for this thing to hold over and then easy move to 20, as you can see up here. So we have a lot of things gapping on earnings. That's great momentum. If you're looking to play momentum, that's one of the best ways to get in on it. So we do want to see volume follow up very strong, but initially you're probably going to see a breakdown and then an inside candle, and you're going to look for a support level here at 17 for open. So if we support tomorrow at 17, that could be your inside candle entry point, but you typically want one to two inside candles before 
getting into a play like this because you want to see it consolidate. Again, guys, that's all I got. Books, we got free courses, link in the bio. We also got Bread Alerts too if you want to try that out or try out our trading group with the link inside the bio. That's all I got. If you want to see our video of last video, it was awesome. Check it out in the video to write of me. That's all I got. Have a great day and I'll see you Sunday.